let's get started. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Podcast. It is your favorite, favorite, favorite host, Asandas Novio Sijadu, and welcome. Welcome back to another episode. We've been gone, but we're back as always. And today I am joined by... The most gorgeous boy in the world from right next door, and that is on. Period. Period. That's the tea. That is the That's tea. That's the real tea. Period. <laughs> Period. Welcome, guys. Welcome to this episode. As you can see from the title, it is called Navigating Your 20s. We're going to speak career. We're going to speak contemplation. We're going to speak relationships. We're going to speak friendships, family dynamics, mm. all of it. All oh, of yeah. it. As a 20 and a 21 year old, we are going through it, guys. We are going through it. So, we are just going to chill with you guys today <laughs> and just talk about. I love how we were sitting so forward and then we were like, okay, let's, let's relax. Let's relax so we can really get into this dive into it. So, we're going to start off and speak on the Koreans, right? Because I feel like that is the main aspect of your 20s. And as much as, you know, you're always told your 20s are about finding yourself, your 20s are about enjoying your life, discovering yourself, figuring yourself out. That is all real. That is all true. But your 20s are also like, the career parts get started here. Like, this is where you set that foundation. So I want us to speak on, because obviously we're both in school. And then we're also like... Doing our side things as well. Yeah. Um, I wanna ask you, how do you manage? Like, how are you juggling the two things? Are you able to juggle the two things? I don't know. Like, it's it's so hard. I don't wanna lie. Like, mm-hmm. especially like trying to be consistent with everything. Like, be consistent with school. Be consistent with YouTube. Be consistent with Instagram. Be consistent with trying to make money. Through my side hustles, yo, like it's it's so many it's things. things, like it's so yeah. many. So like yeah. like trying to sustain everything at the same time, mm-hmm. very very hard. But I just say like to always keep pushing, never yeah. never stop, and find the balance somewhere. Yeah, just just whatever needs your your attention at that moment, give the most attention to it, yeah. and then when that settles down, find something else to always you. Know. But yeah. That's don't don't just be one dimensional and like That's boring. You gotta be four dimensional yeah. rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like you need to have different sizes. I get that. that. So real. I also get that. Um and also because like I just think obviously there's so many careers out there that are like in the digital space, especially like in this generation where there's so many career opportunities yeah. out there. And I get that like you need to go to school obviously because that's more guaranteed success, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Depending on what you're doing, because yeah. South Africa is the bottom. But <laughs> real like jobs here, guys, the youth are not employed. It's very bad. Yeah, it's scary. But it's very scary, and that's another reason why it's good to find side hustles, yeah. like enjoy what you do. And that's not always necessarily content creation. Yeah. I think people always think, oh, okay, if it's not school, maybe I should start a YouTube channel, or I should. I'm not saying don't do those things. Yeah. If it's something you're actually genuinely passionate about yeah. or you're good at, yeah. I think you should like dive into that. But don't just do it because you think it's easy. I think a lot of people have the mentality that content creation is easy. 
I used to think that same, too. Same. I'm not gonna lie. I was also same. like, that's so It's a hobby. It's not yeah. a job. I was also like, I mean, you just, you just, you just light a camera, yeah. like, start talking. You're Especially dying. what TikTokers wish. And I didn't respect TikTokers <laughs> before I became a TikToker myself. Real. Because Real. when you, like, when you look at the short form video content, yeah. it looks like it's so spontaneous and someone just like, like you know, put their phone here yeah. and then they just did this one choreography in a second or like they just executed this like voiceover and like go really but it doesn't happen like that like there are so many takes it's and also think about things like how are you presenting yourself to the world mm -hmm. sometimes like you don't want to shoot tiktoks because your hair is grown out and you know yeah. you don't want to to look funny on the internet you want to look nice i'm, I'm saying it as it is but that's true you know that's so like you'll true. wait for the time when you're gonna cut your hair and so that you can bulk shoot content and then just release as as, as it goes yeah that is so real like there's actually so many aspects that are surrounding content creation yeah. that i think a lot of the time we don't respect mm. um until you're in it guys i understand why some content like why content creators always fight when people say that's not a real job and yeah, like actually yeah. it is it really is a lot of work guys i respect content creators i don't know like, especially those who are like very consistent every day they're publishing something whatever it is excuse me this is a lot of work like especially like the editing i feel like <gasps> shooting whatever is okay but like the edit like chopping down the, the sound to Sana. make it match the video even, even, cut out outside the yes, even the girlies who are like strictly instagram people mm -hmm. they also have it hard because it's like after taking the picture you must you know work on the contrast the exposure you know what's this take out the blemishes in your picture make it look really really nice if you're taking instagram reels you must also make it like look very nice choose a nice song all of those things it's not like people just wake up and and it's done. Yeah, it's actually a lot of work. It is work. It's genuinely a lot of work. It is work. And I respect you guys. I respect content creators. I respect their craft. Same. And I it's do. it's a job. It's a nine to five. And that's why also sometimes okay. But I think it's also because like there's not much information out there or knowledge out there when it comes to content creation yeah. i'd say um but that's why a lot of the time when people are like to me i said no you haven't been consistent you haven't recorded in a while you haven't published anything yeah. in a while guys this is not that easy like in as much as i do have a lot to say and in as much as this is something i genuinely do want for myself because there's so many other things that are so time consuming happening in my life yeah. it's not that easy to just record episodes and publish episodes if it was a thing of this takes two seconds to do as people think it does yeah. i would have content released every day you guys would be seeing my face every day that is so weird. but like with the current way my life is set out i can't really afford to do that because yeah. it's actually a job and it's, it's a job people. and it's, we are very tired students that is so real we are very tired kids i think tired. also like when like there's a time when you'll be in your element as a as a creator in general real, and real. you'll pop a video out after a video <laughs> an episode after an episode like things for you are just gonna flow but then there's also times when like it's really dry you know in the terms of creativity season, also yeah, you know you just think about like is my content still the way yeah, I want it to be. Are people being receptive to it the way? And there are also other things that are going to discourage you, like not getting the views that you want. 
or like shooting yeah. a video like like we did it's our third time recording this <laughs> Literally, like Literally, things like that you know it's it was, discouraging yeah. other people would never do this again yes. like and i'm so grateful <laughs> for tk that every time i'm like let's try it again he's so willing he's like yeah let's go let's try yeah, again because i understand exactly like, other people would have been like asada clearly so i'm going to be let's just but we need to keep trying, trying yeah. and trying until we get it. Forever. We're gonna get it. Forever. <laughs> Real. And like also with content creation, I think like you want your craft to be as authentic as it possibly could be and it needs yeah. to speak to who you are. And so that's also another thing that makes it hard to be consistent because quality over quantity, honey. I think that's where I'm at. Real. Quality over quantity. And it shows. I think it shows. It does. Yeah. It shows with the consistency that I have. I'm not gonna just release whatever so that people are like, oh, she's releasing. But then when you're watching the content, it doesn't speak to my craft and to who I am. Yeah. I'd rather make you guys wait and release something I actually like. But at the same time, you don't know, like, there's this fear of people are gonna forget who you are or forget that you even are a YouTuber or a podcaster because you've been gone for so long. True. So you don't want that either. So I understand why you do need to be consistent and I respect consistency yeah. so much. But like at the same time, you don't want to just throw out mediocre work yeah. or subpar work just so that you're consistent. Yeah. That's the thing. If that was the case, guys, there's so much content I have on that phone I would release for you guys. There's Same. so much. There's actually so because much. Also for me, for my YouTube, mm-hmm. I've been filming, like yeah. been filming. But like I released a video I think like a month ago. But like there are so many videos that I shot before. The, like my post last month yeah. and I'm I'm gonna release thingy, another one this Friday mm-hmm. because the video is done the editing is done but I forgot to take a thumbnail with my friends in the video oh, so okay. I need them to come sit with me so we can find time to take the, the thumbnail, thumbnail yeah. and then I can upload Speaking the video of, can you remember to take one to me because I always forget the thumbnail <laughs> really? like, I always forget it yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it's things like that that will really like you know affect you. Mm-hmm. But then, um, now that we've dealt with like the negatives, no, not the negatives, but like the, the, the difficulties. No, no, the fun things like the, <laughs> Is this the fun our extra things. Uh, oh, about, extra like, things, the serious things. Yeah, hectic. Oh. Yeah. It's getting to the serious things. Yeah. Do, do they know what you're studying? I'm studying chemistry and chemical engineering. I think they do. I know. think that's right. I think it was mentioned. Um, in the episode with Tato okay. and also like previous episodes where there's no YouTube it's mm-hmm. mentioned, yeah okay so I'm doing a BCom in information systems mm-hmm. and I'm also majoring in marketing and insurance and risk management that is the team so yeah now I'm thinking about like triple majoring next year oh okay so you can you can imagine what having three majors is going to take out of me and how that is going to like affect my other things that I'm doing outside of school mm-hmm. so it's very stressful but you know it, it's something that I really want to get done you know at, at first I, I used to limit myself to like taking two because yeah. people are scaring me off taking all three of them mm-hmm. but then I can't allow other people to shape the yeah. life that I'm going to Real. live. And also the way their experience might have been with it doesn't mean the same yeah. as you. So I'm just like, so when I call you, that's my attitude right now. Anything, honestly, like, mm-hmm. you don't need to have it all figured out. Just 
move, yeah. then you'll be fine. So that's real. With that, um, yeah, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what's helping you right now in terms of academics? Um, Where do you feel like you are? Well, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> okay, real. <laughs> no, like, genuinely, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And, um, guys, I'm sorry to say this, but there's a very loud noise. It is the lift, it's broken. It might seep through to the sound if it does. I am so sorry because it's irritating me right now, but I can't do anything about it. I will try and clean it out as best as I can. But anyway, moving on from that. Um, I think with me, when it comes to my career academic-wise, um, it was a very spontaneous decision from first year. Like, I don't think I knew what I was getting into until I got into it. Like, I... Which is very scary, and, and I don't so recommend. Maybe <laughs> so, but I made the conscious decision. Yeah. It was a conscious. I I knew what I was doing, and I I thought it out. I was, no, I didn't think it out online, but like I knew what I was doing. I mean, there was the pressure of you have to accept in three days. Is it three days? How long do you have to accept an offer? Uh, yeah, it is three it's days. It's three days. That's actually crazy business. You have three days to. Cause, cause come up with the it, entire also they send, they send out those things over the weekend so it's friday saturday sunday or like saturday sunday monday but it's always like at the end of the week it's hectic though yeah, it's it not hectic. like the thing is three days is not a lot especially enough. because you first of all you've applied to so many different institutions you're still waiting to hear from others yeah. and then like the responses are coming but like everyone is giving you three days decide if you want to take this opportunity they're giving you or not and I applied to very um, competition based things so I can't be like within the three days if I choose to keep quiet if I call them again in a week maybe the spot is still open if I don't say anything within the three days my spot is going to someone else so there was a lot of pressure and I was just excited to go to Boston man I was like oh let's leave whatever so So, um, the career I am in in terms of academics does not speak to who I am and what I would want to do in my life. But I'm in it. I'm in it. (laughs) Like, it is what it is. And I do think, well, I do definitely know for a fact that I am going to change and move um, into something else. I just don't know where that will be. Will it be after I finish this or... Information systems. No, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I thought I knew, but, but I didn't knew. You didn't yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Kind of low-key same-ish. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I had an idea of what it was about. Mm-hmm. So I just threw myself into this thing, and I thought like it's gonna it's gonna be crazy because like also like how our university described the course on the website. Yeah. It, it, such it, yes, it didn't sound lies. like what I was I lived through because mm-hmm. I'm in my second year now 
and <laughs> like and also the other thing is our institutions have different ways of teaching the same thing and i need everyone to respect that and i feel like people always think it's because some people think the institution is better than yours or more so like ours no, is so much not. harder than yours it's not that it's we're not that. trying to brag or whatever yeah. it's genuine facts yeah it's I genuine mean, facts even like the entry it tells you <laughs> Look at I'm, the I'm not, and I'm not, being, I'm not being smacks about it. I'm just saying mm. that like yeah, that that's that so APS real. is is not even for other people or how other people are gonna. It's mm. it's about you, you know. Yeah. And they like they want to take people they know they can challenge and will be able to keep up exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so like I just found myself in this thing and I was like. I liked it at first, and I enjoyed my first semester of first year. I think it was the best semester, honestly. I mean, yeah, then second semester happened, and then my results came out at the end of the year, and I was like, I want to gain next year. I definitely wanted to be my revenge year. Yeah. Also, when I looked at like how I I was so, I mean, I was active, mm-hmm. but. I don't think I've, I did anything impactful in, in first year okay. and there was nothing I could put on my CV you know I didn't do anything so first year was just a bit shaky so I was just like okay going to second year definitely going to be very yes, and more intentional with where we're going in mm-hmm. with our career so getting to second year and you know I'm just like okay so plan of action what are we doing okay cool first thing I did was like try to like set out all the other things I'm going to be doing outside of school. So like my YouTube, my Instagram, my modeling gigs, yeah. or like that that side of my life. Yeah. That tried to set out everything. Then after that, I was like, okay, this is how we're gonna tackle school. Semester one, I will. I'll. No, listen. I feel like semester two is always very challenging. Yeah. Like saying that. Um, even though like so many things have haven't gone exactly the way I would have wanted them to go, mm. I feel like this year has definitely been a much better year than last year, mm. and I feel like I have direction with where I I want to go in life, mm. and my love for information systems, you know, it has been challenged, but I'm trying to nurture myself mm. and my relationship with it back into falling in love with this degree that's because so good I, I, I want a choice <laughs> there's no choice is there anything else that you've ever liked outside of what you're studying? no okay then that's real there's, there's nothing guys for me it was also a thing of going into uni I know I don't want even though like I'm a very artsy person and I think like people see this in my style the things yeah. I'm interested in the music I listen yeah. to you know all of those things I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a creative at heart but I, I don't, don't want to. But like I don't want to study the arts. It's yeah. just not something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with what I'm studying now. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm definitely going to to make it work because I d- I'm not bored in class. I'm not like when the lecturer is speaking, I don't have the urge to want to slap them and be like shut up. That's me again. You know, <laughs> that's not me either. Like, I I enjoy my lectures, you know, and even with the challenges that this degree comes with, I'm just like so bonacqua. That's a beautiful thing, and 
So obviously we have two polar opposites on this yeah. couch, which is a good thing yeah. for the variety. Um, I think speaking to my people who are like me in the sense yeah. of realizing that you're in the wrong career path or for whatever reason it is, whether you're studying the wrong thing or you're working in the wrong job, whatever. Um, one of the main things that I came to terms with this year, recently actually as well, was it's okay to start over. And I know a lot of people make it seem like it's not because I know there's this thing of we always plan our lives in the timeline. By 21, I've got my first degree, 22 honors, 23 exactly. masters. You put an age, exactly. an age towards a goal, right? Exactly. And as much as that is a good thing because it helps you stay grounded, it helps you focus, it helps you know where you're going. And it's good to have like a five year plan for your life or yeah. a 10 year plan, whatever it is. It's also okay to, or it's, I think it's important to also put leeway there for things not going according to plan. Mm -hmm. Like, if you said I want to achieve this in five years, it's okay to say plus minus five years. Yeah. Like, don't be so set on it has to be within those five years. Because mm -hmm. I think for me, maybe that's another reason I dragged this for so long. Because I clocked this after first year that this was not it. Yeah. And I shouldn't have carried on. I should have lived off the first time. Time at that time. But because I get it, I have a time frame. Because yeah. by 21, I need to graduate. Do you know what I, I want to say to you, though? Yeah. The other thing is, even though we do plan, mm. the plans never just involve us. So that's why, like, that's why we tend yes. to like not like exit it exit stage left immediately because it's like you understand yeah. that it's not just about you. It's like it's not. it's bigger than you. It is, and yeah. God does have a set plan for you. Yeah. And I'm such a believer of the plan He has is not for me to fail. Exactly. He's not. He doesn't wish the worst upon me. For my non-religious people, I'm so sorry, but He doesn't wish the worst upon me. He's mm -hmm. actually got such a, I know it's a beautiful plan of success and of good achievements, yeah. right? So things may not work according to the way you have them planned in your life or whatever, but don't be discouraged. If you need to start over, start over. Like, it's, your 20s are really about trial and error. I, I learned that this year as well, and I'm so grateful that I learned that. It's trial and error, yeah. and this uh, pertains to everything, not just your career, yeah. even how you handle certain situations, how you handle certain relationships. Yeah. It's trial and error. What your type was last week and what your type is next week can be different. It's okay. If you were interested in being a chef and now all of a sudden you want to be a dancer, yes, those are polar opposite yeah. things, but that is okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Like. And I'm not, but don't be a person also, you, I, you don't want to be a person also though who leaves a lot of things undone. Yeah. Like you just, you just keep, you just start projects and start leave project them halfway. The path you do want to achieve things and look back and say, I finished that, yeah. I got that, I did that. Like that's also very key and very important. But if you fundamentally and absolutely cannot do something or don't want to be in a certain space. If you feel like you're Literally, yeah. and you've tried time and time again to make it work and it's not working for you, then it's okay to leave. Yeah. But in case you can say, I actually tried. Do you know what, what's one thing I like saying? Mm. And this is something that I've seen in my in my own personal life. And I like telling this to my friends. And, you know, because I have different friends, some of my friends do relate with me on this and then others are just like, touch some grass. Yeah. You know, they, they think I'm being Tidulu and I'm romanticizing everything. Yeah. But one thing I've learned in my life is you're exactly where you need to be. Right. 
at that point in time like and everything will make sense one day one day and everything has a reason behind yes. it why Things it's happening, just happening. exactly yeah, and even that. though like at some point at like at some level it does fall onto us as human beings to make choices mm-hmm. i feel like everything happens for a reason I believe that as well. Yeah, so I believe that as well. Even if the like, reason at the time, like you said, doesn't make sense, yeah, it will one day. It will one day. You'll day. you'll definitely take something away from mm-hmm. things not necessarily going the way that you would have wanted them to go. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's really okay. Yeah, but just be a bit kinder to yourself. If you don't know what you want to do with your life, like it is, if we're being honest, it is a lot of pressure to put on an eighteen-year-old to decide the entire trajectory of their career path and their life like it's actually big that you make that decision as an 18 year old like it's wild um so it's okay to make the wrong decision at that time it's because i look at my 18 year old self and my current 21 year old self those are two different girls who want two different things out of life and who see life in two different lenses as well and that's okay like what 18 year old me wanted at the time made sense and it worked for her mm-hmm. but it's not working for who i am now yeah. and what i want now so i am completely open to the idea of change change is yeah. scary change is something that i think a lot of people avoid but it's inevitable at the end of the day and it's okay it's okay do you know, do you know what, what i feel like i've had like so many changes recently mm-hmm. and a lot of those changes like they will determine the kind of individual I'm gonna be in the future. Yeah. And I'm talking strictly relationships here, like not career, not but like in terms of my relationships with people, yeah. I'm changing so many things. Mm-hmm. Like so many things. And I remember in the last podcast well, when we tried to record this <laughs> yeah. I said something like, you know, you are gonna have people that are gonna be there in your life and you know my friends are like so amazing and all of yes you know i still stand behind all of those things but i've also like unlocked a new level of self-awareness where the things that i thought were so rosy colored at mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. i can actually see that they're not rosy colored now. Right now. Yeah. and one of my friends said um, a TikTok in our friendship group about how like um, our our greatest love in most cases isn't even like the people that we're going to be married to or, like r- romantic r- r- relationships but like our greatest love a lot of the time will come with like where we are in life so like your friends at a specific point in time mm-hmm. or your work or okay, your, your, that's your, your real. community, I get it now. I get or like, mm. or like, any, it could be anything or anyone, you know. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it's not, sense. it's not romantic for mm. a lot of people. Mm. And I said to 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 him, even though that sounds cute, I don't think that will ever apply to me. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I'm not gonna say, like, I'm not gonna put my, like, how I relate to people. And the love we have for each other in a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I believe in a hierarchy because basically what that video was trying to say is don't don't put 
your relationships in the hierarchies. But for me, I do make sense. Yes, for me, I need, I need, I need to a be, hierarchy. I do need yes. it, you know, so so I can be able to function and and know who to lean on for what know, for what exactly and to what extent. Exactly. And I told yeah. him, I was like, this is what I do, and I'm not going to hide it from you guys as my friends. My friends who show up for me the most mm. when I need them, also the manner in which they show up for me, mm. is a, these three things are going to determine where you are on the hierarchy. So the more consistent you are with me, mm-hmm. and the, the more I feel your consistency and how you are showing me that you're showing up for me, yeah. is what is going to be a determining factor in where I place you in my life. And that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. I don't think everyone has to be on the same exactly. type of level. So like, like depends. Yeah, so like making like yeah. active changes to be like, I'm not gonna see this person in this way anymore. Scary. Because like it's <laughs> yeah. painful now it because is. like that was switch. Yes, because you were so used to seeing a person like in a certain way, but then yeah. like, when you look at them and you're just like, No, this person hasn't been showing up for me in the way that like I would have wanted them to show up for me or this person hasn't been showing up for me the way that I show up for them mm-hmm. so it forces you to make changes where like you change how you relate to, to your friends yeah. how you relate to your family what you how expect you, of yes, how you relate to your yeah. romantic partner so like yeah. all of those things so getting to a point where you love yourself more than the pain that you're about to put yourself through temporarily mm-hmm. that has been like the most jarring thing for me like oh, changes in that I'm department. listening to you and I'm just like yo changes same. in that department are wild like, yes. it's, it's such a crazy concept for me because also and I said to, to them also mm. I'm gonna promote and demote accordingly oh. and you know what like DK what you just said yeah. that is the most one of the wisest things I've ever heard yeah. that's very wise it's wise beyond your years and I think that that is one thing that is missing in a lot of people mm. around our age as well. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to demote certain people in exactly. their lives and give certain people when they are deserving. Exactly. exactly. It's hard and it's scary and it's like you don't want to come off as the bad guy mm. or oh you're such a b-word whatever. It's necessary. Literally. It's so necessary. Very much so. Mm. That was the tea. Yeah. Yeah. So I was that like, was the tea. I'm gonna do because and the other thing is what made me get to this point mm. was starting to 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 build resentment towards the people that I claimed to love mm. because I felt like they were not showing up for me in the ways that I was showing up for them. Yeah, you know because you can only give up to so much. That's so real. You know, and you know our culture is all for let's give, but but it's it's never. Let's give, but let's be conscious of how we're giving. How we're giving. You know? And I do hear, like, the... Don't pour from an empty cup. But, like, I, I've never had a lot of interactions of people linking the two to be, like, give, giving is good, but then at the same time, watch how you give and how you receive. Yes. It's, I've always had these two conversations. Yes. I've always had these two conversations in, like, isolation, which is why I think... I took so long to get to this point where I'm just like, oh, oh, makes sense. Yes. So, yeah. so like that's 
but I've been like juggling it. And so yeah, I was still explaining about what led me to this. Mm. So remember when I was going through um the elections process yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so stressful. Like that was the most stressful. I think like in the whole year, that was the most stressful period. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the the one experience that I'm super grateful for because it stretched me as a human being mm. and it showed me what yes, what exactly I'm capable of. Mm. Because before that, I thought that like I <laughs> I couldn't be stressed to that point, mm. but it stretched me physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm. You know, and while all of those things were happening, I expected certain people to be there for me, you know, and ask me what mm-hmm. how can I support you? What do you, you need what do you need from me? How can I show up for you as a friend? See. Crickets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. You know? And like no. when 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 so you can imagine, but do you know what the gag is though? I didn't realize this until I came out of that period. When I was in it, you couldn't even notice it. Yeah, I didn't even notice it. Because you were occupied. Yeah, I was thinking about, I was thinking about like what's in front of me because I need to make this thing work. So she did, congrats. Yeah, I know that's right. (laughs) So, so when when I I sat because remember that was a very intense period for me. So after all the stretching, Mm -hmm. now I'm tired. Mm You know, so I sit and I think, and then I'm like, how would it, would it matter? Who was there for me mm-hmm. emotionally? Who was there for me physically? You know, because even with some of my friends that we agreed were going to do the school thing together, who was asking me what to horror like? Which part of your modules do you think I can write notes for you like on? Or like well, how can I support you? Or like some no one was calling me to be like, like how can I support you emotionally? Do you need me to motivate are you? Just you? Genuinely you know? Are you okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one was doing that for me except one of my well, two of my good friends, Mabula and Zay. Those people were there for me. But then it's like when I assess my relationship with them versus the relationships I had with my my other people that I expected to show up with me. They didn't have to to show up for oh, me like that. And you know what? That's the craziest thing. Sometimes the people you least expected from are the ones who are gonna show up and show up. Exactly, off. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. now it became a, a thing of I'm realizing now that the people that are giving the least to me are actually the people that are taking the most from me. Yeah. Because when it's time for me to show up for them, mm-hmm. I do. I yeah. do show up for them, and yeah. and I'm a conscious friend. Mm. You know, I I don't just find myself in friendship. So I was also like a bit puzzled by how people were, were being mm. like towards me because I thought at the beginning of my relationships with them, we established yes of what my expectations are, what my needs are, but then guzu guzu amnesia. People are forgetting their roles. But now, look at it like this. Some of the people that um, I expected um, support from thought they were supporting me. You know, that's that's the other thing though. To them, they thought they were. Yeah, they thought that that what they were doing was enough. Okay. You know, which is okay because, like, I mean, in life, 
we're not always going to see things the same. Yeah. So now it's a, it's a check of after I introduce this thing to you to be like, um, um, maybe to my cousin, I feel like you didn't support me, you know, in this aspect, or to my friend, I feel like you didn't support me when I was going through all of that. Yeah. Right? It's you must now look at the response. What's the response going to be? Because someone who who genuinely has good intentions for you is going to be like, oh, I'm realizing now that like you wanted my support in this way. I thought I was giving you enough, but you wanted more. I'm so sorry for not being able to shop for you in that way. Mm -hmm. Next time, I'll do better. But also, can I ask, mm -hmm. is this then something that you're able to, or do you feel that um, it's something that you were good at communicating towards them? I did communicate towards them. Okay. Yeah. I, I, and I, I feel like because I was inside the thing, mm -hmm. I, I didn't have it in me to say, Hey, man, I'm too shame. Yeah. I need support. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I'm in it. Like, You're joining. Exactly. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only going to go to like the people that I'm like very, very, very close to at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And the people that I'm very close to are the people that are in it with me. Yeah. It's no one external. Mm -hmm. So it's like the people, the people that are like my friends or like my close friends or my close family, that I did make aware of that should have just stepped in for me without me having to say, you and know. Because that's an expectation you have. Exactly, that is an expectation that I have. that's what you do for them. Mm, because yeah. that's what I do for them. Okay, you know? makes sense. So it's, it was like when it's my turn, no one is coming to the party, but when, when you have conversations about these things with people and you're like, I was disappointed by you not being able to show up for me in this way, and you look at the response, the response will tell you where their heart posture is because someone who who, want, who wanted to be there for you but maybe didn't know how to or they thought that they were doing enough is going to say i'm sorry i'm you know moving yeah. forward we'll do better mm. and then someone else will try to defend themselves or not see anything wrong with not supporting you to the fullest yes, extent that, that is so real i think um Yo, yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on what you said because I think what I've learned, and I think you know what, 2023 has been a year of lessons for me. Yeah. 2023, I have been schooled by the school of life, yeah. like, no real, like, yeah. I have learned so many things, especially when it comes to relationship dynamics with um, different types of people in your life. Um, I think that. Uh, a hard pull to swallow is the fact that the friends that you have in yourself, in as much as I mean, when you become friends with people, it's because you guys have the same, more or less the same qualities, yeah, right? Same yeah. morals, same mindsets. That's what draws me to people and makes me friends with people. Mm -hmm. But it's a hard pull to swallow sometimes to realize that there are certain expectations that we like to have of people. Mm -hmm. And they're just not gonna fulfill exactly, those expectations. Exactly. It's a hard pill. It's a hard pill to swallow. I think I'm always gonna say that I'm grateful for the closest friends I keep, the friends that I keep very close to me. Mm -hmm. They always show up for me when I need them to show up for me, mm -hmm. and so I try my utmost best to return that favor and do the same. It's not even a favor. 
to me it's just how our relationship works and this is what we should be doing yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and i'm grateful to god that i have friends like that so we can do that but there's also i don't know if i can call them friends but like acquaintances in my life that I thought maybe were friends. Yeah. But also like one of the biggest things I learned about myself is I'm quick to make friends. And that's actually a bad quality the older I am becoming. In the sense that making friends quickly is a good thing because it means like when you're in certain environments you can adjust, you can speak to people and that's cool. But it's okay to just keep people as acquaintances. You don't have to bring them in and make them your friends, right? Like it's really okay to be satisfied with the friends that I do have like I'm learning to be okay with that because making friends quickly can be a curse yeah. like because you're just bringing random people into your life really quickly and then that. all of a sudden you have expectations of them and then they don't fulfill that and you are so shocked forgetting you met Steve last week yeah. you don't really know Steve yeah. why are you so shocked that this is all Steve has to offer yeah. so that was one of the things I learned but it's a hard pill to swallow that. Can I touch it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because now, when I look at the people that were there for me, mm. you just met them. Yeah. Well, I didn't <laughs> just meet them, but, but they like, they're new friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I met them, yeah. but when I compare the length of the friendships, the friendships mm. and how I, how much I thought mm -hmm. we meant to each other, mm. it's a bit jarring, you know. Mm. It's like. Story. And I'm not saying that like all oh, my friends were not there for me. My friends were there for me. Yeah. Know, my very close friends. It's just that like I didn't just expect certain people to just I didn't expect three people plus these two that were in it with me mm. to like be there for me. I expected my friends, people that I call to celebrate dinners with yeah. on our birthdays, yeah. we eat together. Your actual you know, yeah, that's, I expected those people rough. I expected that those people to be rough. there for yeah. me. But like also, when you look at the tone of the congratulations, how? Hey, I my babes. Like, like yes, I, the difficulty of being able to congratulate you so as a friend. I, I was so hurt, like by a lot of of those relationships, you know, because now a lot of them demotion, demotion, and I, I literally like don't care. And I, I posted something about um about you know being there for people on my stories and i was like it's so nice to just watch people struggle or watch a relationship fall apart because you know that if the roles were reversed they would do the same for you like sometimes just don't fight for a relationship okay because you know that like when it was like if they had to fight for you they wouldn't. they wouldn't you know and sometimes you'll go through something mm. and you 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 know that if it was if it was it was if it was them you would support them mm. you know you would try to make yeah. their suffering better mm -hmm. but then now that they're struggling you just watch them because you know that <laughs> if the roles were reversed they wouldn't do yeah. the same for you and yeah. Not to say it's nice from a point of I enjoy seeing people suffer. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's nice from a place of it doesn't take anything from me to watch you suffer. I get that though. Like watching you suffer doesn't hurt me because I understand the dynamic of our relationship better. I understand. Okay. 
yeah. yeah. So it's like all of those things yeah. that like you need to think about, like coming into your twenties. So I think now that we've already started speaking on relationship dynamics and yeah. stuff, I want us to keep speaking on friends because that's what we're speaking about yeah. right now before we move to the other other relationship dynamics. Yeah. Um, friendships. I want to know from your side. How have you experienced any friendship breakups as of late? Because I mean, you're speaking on emotions, yes, and mm-hmm. emotions, I get that. Because you're seeing what you need to certain yeah, people, yeah, so yeah. you're putting them in the category of what I mean to yeah. you, which is a beautiful thing to be able to Everyone do. Everyone must do that. And I recommend being able to do that 100%. But are there friendships that you have where we have completely cut ties? Not recently, mm-hmm. but. I had friends last year. I was really close to those individuals, but then at the end of the year, I broke up with all of them because I felt like the state of our relationship was toxic and that we were not good for each other, that we were not helping each other grow. Yeah, stagnant. Yes, we were just pulling each other down. So I was just like, and so how did you do that? Did you just kind of fail? No, I did communicate. No, okay. One thing about me, I will communicate to say I, I do not want this anymore. So I did communicate to all of them to be like, I'm not interested in having, because we were a group, right? So I was like, I'm not interested in having this group friendship anymore. However, I am open to like having individual friendships with all okay. of you, which was a bit mad from my part because what mm-hmm. do you mean? Like, that is wild. You know, yeah. like, like in retrospect, I'm just like, did you even become a individual friend of any of them? Or no. did they all disappear? No, no. So after I told them that, um, mm-hmm. we just, it, you know, ended. it just ended. Yeah. So yeah, but lately, were you even interested in having individual friendships with any of them? I was. Okay. I was. Okay. You know, because I felt like the reason that you know, was the group, was the group dynamic. You know. So I was like, let's let's be indie. But it doesn't work that way because same thing is going to happen. It's just that I'm not going to be in on the team. Yeah. Yeah. So, is I'm in that. Yes, they're gonna get them from each other. So yes, like, yeah. actually, maybe never mind. Yeah, I get that. Oh, friendship breakups. You? I have had one. I'd say one because is it like recent? Like it's it's recentish. Ask his name. Ask our babes. Yes, It's a beginning of the year thing this oh. year. So it was but someone still. I was friends with for two years. Um, but it's not noir, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's not noir. Yeah. Um, but it's not even your wait again, man. You know, friendship breakups. The way people describe their friendship breakups, mm-hmm. it's usually because that friendship had a lot of trials and tribulations of yeah. sorts. And then at some point, one of you gets fed up, or you both get fed up. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a romantic relationship, yeah, yeah, and you guys yeah. sit down and talk about it and actually break up. Because this is that, whatever. That's not what happened with this, with this particular person. You guys did. She just, like, it was just a disappearance. It was a switch up <laughs> in behavior. And a switch up in. And that's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. But it was a, a, just a complete switch up in in behavior, I would say, um, and in interaction and in respect for one another and all of that. It wasn't a, 
like to this day, I can never pinpoint to you and tell you what happened. I won't be able to tell you the deal. This one did this. This one. I know my side. Mm. I know what she thinks mm. because mm. maybe there's like one or two friends that I have that are still friends with her as well. But for the most part, it's completely mm-hmm. separated. And from their side, when they tell me what she says, what she thinks happened, mm-hmm. I'm all kinds of confused. But that's precisely that's like neither yeah. there, here nor there. But what I want, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I don't like talking about her. I don't like talking about her. Yeah. I don't want to give her the satisfaction. It's just, it feels annoying. Yeah. However, the reason I'm bringing this particular situation up is because I don't think we realize sometimes, or I didn't realize for the most part, how painful ending a friendship is compared to the end of a relationship, especially if you never spoke about it. And there was a lot of times where people would be like to me, oh, Asanda, then you initiate the conversation, you text her, you call her up. But I didn't, the thing is, I would call her up and say, what? Because I don't know what happened. You just switched up. Like, you decided to be a whole new person. Like, you know, 2020, Wait, I'll give you the full tea off camera, but like, <laughs> no, because the extent of the switch up is actually so crazy it's to me. Jarring. It's so crazy because it's not even a thing of just switching up. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't like you anymore and then I'm not acting all weird towards you because I don't like you. I don't think it was even that. I feel like she became a whole completely different person like she had a whole personality change which is wild because we were a bigger we were a big group and the group just split up and it's kind of like she lived by herself type of thing and then it's just it's so weird i can't even explain it it's so weird but it's like it was a complete personality change on your side so why am i gonna sit down and ask you why you've changed who you are like can i do you think you've re- like you've, re- you've recovered? I don't think so because, like, I'm so confused. There's a lot of questions that I have. Then, then I feel like if you're there, I should ask. Yes. No, but here's the thing, then. Um, not not ask to save the friendship. No, no just to no, not to save. It. There's no saving. Yeah. This is dead, babe. But like, just for clarity, yeah. type of thing. I get but even that. if you don't get clarity, I won't. Like, here's the thing, then. This is, no, I'm not gonna say this word, that's so. But there's a lot of, I would say, maybe from both of us, there's a lot of delusions planned. I don't know. Okay. There's a lot of delusion happening here. Okay. <laughs> like, it's getting to. So, I know for a fact there's been interactions that we've had that didn't have to do with our friendship necessarily. Mm-hmm. And the way she handled herself, I could tell if we would, if I would speak to her about us. Mm-hmm. It would be the most useless comment. It would be like I'm speaking to a brick wall. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. So I didn't do it. But the point, the main point of me bringing this up, like I yeah. said, is just to speak on how painful it actually is to lose a friend. Especially a friend that you were insanely close with. Me and the girl were like two peas in a pod, babe. Like, close, close. So it's, it's so, it's here. Because me, I had two breakups basically that happened at the same time. Because mm-hmm. it's this friendship breakup and it was a relationship one that happened end of last year. Yeah. 
and the relationship one didn't hurt nearly as much as the French one. Yeah. Like, not even a 10%. Like, because with this one, I went through all the stages of grief. I got angry, I was confused, I was everything. But now I'm over it, and I wish her nothing but the best in her life. And I hope she finds the happiness she so surely was looking for to be outside of us and stuff. But it's just like friendship breakups are a very difficult thing. Um, and I don't wish them upon anyone. Like, because the thing is, when you become friends with someone, in my head, like, friendships are forever. Like, if you become friends, where are you going? I think that's what hurts. That's what hurts, exactly. You know my entire life, in and out, yeah. up and down, you know me, right? So, ending a friendship or a friendship coming to an end is the worst. Unlike something romantic because this is very rough to say but you get into relationships with the mindset of this could possibly end but when you get into a friendship you don't think that because yeah. where is it why is it ending yeah. where are you going like you know what i'm saying so it's hard it's very hard um but also an important thing that i should say is that it is somewhat necessary sometimes some friendships do need to end yeah. Some people have run their course in your life and yeah. it's okay to separate from them. It I hurts, but it's okay. I hear you. Like, yeah. I really do. It's just that, like, I can't relate. I wish I could, like, say more on this because, mm-hmm. like, but honestly speaking, I feel like for the most part of my high school career, I haven't allowed people to. And I'm gonna say high school because I feel like those are the kinds of friendships that start defining our experience through life. I'm not gonna count primary because we're, 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 we're just you know. Everyone's your friend. So, like through my high school career, I don't think I've allowed people to like get close to me until like matric when like me and my best friends from home. You know, got really close to this day. We are still together, riding strong. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you know our like what I shared in ends, then I'll know what a friendship breakup is like. But (laughs) otherwise, uh, it was never that deep with the people you separated. Yeah, with the people I separated, like we 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 got along. We're friends, and you know, I've shared some of my most painful things things that have hurt me they know some of my traumas mm. you know, they know my triggers and all of that but i can't say our intimacy was really deep to the point where having them not be present like participants in my life anymore mm. hurts me like a shot for my hand no shame it's okay but like it's, it's i get that okay. yeah. i get that that's that, that makes a lot of sense but also like there's, there's different types of friendship breakups, yeah. There's mm. we fought about something, there's the weird one I went through, yeah. and then there's also ones where it's just genuinely we're in different spaces in our lives, different phases in our life. Yeah. We're just complete, like just yeah. natural selection. I'm mm. gonna call it like it's Darwinism, <laughs> babe. It's, it's just natural selection. It just, it just happens as we grow. And that those type of friendship breakups are. They're, they're not painful necessarily, but it is sad to see you go. Because it's like I still have gang love for you. Excuse me, I still want to see you succeed. Yeah. I still want to see you reach your highest potentials, and I've got nothing but good intentions when it comes to how I feel or think about you. Mm-hmm. But we're just not serving each other anymore. Do you know what I think? Like 
is it for me? I get, I, and I, I hear what you're saying totally. I think with like my most recent, like the breakup from last year. Yeah. What makes me not miss them is I can't see through, like I can't see past. What happened? Yeah, what happened. For okay. me, it's like, that's a reflection of who you are. I know that like people are not going to be the same forever. But my experience of those people is that. So I can't fathom us being back together. And I mean, I don't wish you bad, but then I also don't wish you good either. Real. Like I'm, I'm Real. neutral. I have no feelings towards you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. numb. I get that. I get that. Because I also feel like with my my one friendship breakup, I guess. Yeah. Um, I I don't have any desire to rekindle. Yeah. I don't. I genuinely don't. And. I think also because you know when the friendships end, like I said, I think she had a, like the personality change. Maybe I also had one, and maybe actually she didn't have a personality change. I had a personality change, then it looked like she changed. Maybe, but this is me making excuses. I'm lying. This is not real. She changed, girl. <laughs> I'm just making excuses right now. Um, but I think the the person that she has become. It's when I look back at our friendship, like from previous years, it's not even two years, guys, but we were that close, it feels like it was 10 years. Mm-hmm. When I look back, the, the aspects of her character that I'm seeing now that I'm not so fond of for what I want in my life, I'm realizing that they were always there. Like, she was always this person, because even now, sitting here saying she had a personality change, I really feel like somewhat, I'm like, to an extent, I'm lying. Like, she didn't have a personality change, mm-hmm. she just had a personality reveal. Like, Ta-da. like, Tada. <laughs> like, I was always like this, but you weren't really seeing it, because yeah. you were my friend, you were friends, so you weren't really seeing it. Yeah. But now I'm really showing you, like, I'm now seeing the full unwrapped version. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have any because I don't wish her badly or anything of that kind. But like you said, I don't wish her well. Exactly. <laughs> don't. Exactly. Um, and I, I would say she probably feels yeah. the same, and that's cool. Mm. But yeah, like it's just like like you said. Yes, people change, people grow up, and whatever. But people also show you who they really exactly. are. And when people show you who they really are, you need to listen to that. You need to make ter- like come to terms with that yeah. and open your eyes, baby. And that is the hard part. That is the that's the, the hardest part. Yes. Because you always want to see the good in them. You want to see what you've always seen, exactly. Yeah. And that's that. But you gotta let people go. You gotta let people be who they want to be. That's real. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, all the things you've spoken about, like up to this point, were like deep. So, like, <laughs> let me ask you like a question. Okay. But like. A friendship green flag for you. Ooh, green flag! Oh my goodness. Um, friendship green flag. I love friends who are active people in the sense of, you know, like love languages and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, not even I think, they definitely apply to friendships as well, not just romantic relationships for me. And my love language when it comes to my friends, the biggest one is active service. Mm-hmm. I love friends that are that show up for yeah. you. I love that's such a great like people who show up, like people who without you having to sit them down and ask them, without me having to beg you to do this for me. It's just it comes naturally to you to just 
there for me when I need you the most. And that's the first one. And I think another one for me would be friends who know the difference between teasing you and bullying you. Because I've actually had a friend who was a bully. That's actually rough, guys. <laughs> no, real. I've had a friend who was a bully. Yeah. And guys, no, no, actually, your friends should not bully. And this, and this is to say, and, and I'm a gamma today, running away from you, Sana. But it's okay for your friends to tease you. I tease my friends, my yeah. friends tease me. Yeah. It's banter, it's, yeah. it's how it is. But there's levels. But there is an extent where you have crossed the there's line. A cap. There's a cap. Now you're not teasing, now you're like stepping onto my insecurity. You're being mean, you're being a bully, you're being like a terrible human being. Yeah. And so friends who know that like that's actually such a big thing for me because I've experienced bully friends guys and I'm traumatized. I'm so traumatized because they always hide it with, oh my gosh, don't be so sensitive. I'm like, I'm just teasing you with friends, friends tease, you know? And that's gaslighting because they're not teasing you. Because if I say to you, I'm so insecure about my forehead and every single type of banter you're going for my forehead, (laughs) you're teasing me. Like on my level of insecurity, yeah. it's number one. Yeah. If I could get surgery, I would change my forehead. And then you want to go for that. You don't yeah. want to tease anything else about me. You want to tease my forehead. Even just teasing general looks is weird as friends. Like, why are you teasing yeah. how I look in general? That sucks. Yeah. But yeah. like, unless maybe I got a bad haircut yeah. or something like something I can change. Yeah, something you can change. Yeah, while wearing a weird outfit, sure. But like, these were such weird fingers, DK. Oh, DK, Like, these are my fingers. Like, what am I going to do about it? So, your biggest green flag for me are friends who know the difference between banter and bullying you. Okay. Biggest green flag. For me, I think my big, like, friendship green flag, something that, like, when my friends do it, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it really touches me. Mm-hmm. Is when they don't forget. Like I, I don't like more especially if like I want mm-hmm. something to be done a certain way and that thing is important for me. Yeah. I, I don't want you to forget. Like okay. for example, let me just say on my I tell you what I want for my birthday. I don't want anything else. Mm-hmm. I want what I told you about. Or like it really could be anything but but like if i express it to you that this thing is important for me mm-hmm. i expect you no questions asked yeah. to do that thing mm-hmm. like i i don't want i can i guess don't like i get you you know that's like if i, I if i you. express it to you what this is what i want thing. yes yeah. now one thing i like doing when my friends wrong me I want a handwritten letter. Ah! Wait, okay, you sound like a teacher sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. Really? You know, I'm gonna start doing this. I want to get this one. I feel like, yes, because. Um, so it's exactly. But besides the cuteness of it all, I want you to understand the magnitude of what. Mm. of how what you did affected me mm-hmm. and how it hurt me. You know, and I don't want a text 
and I don't want you to say it to me. I want you to write a letter apologizing and then read it to me. Yeah. You know, and then read it to me. I want that letter to be read. Mm -hmm. Not to humiliate you or to make you feel like you're a child or anything, but for you to recognize just how important you know, I take certain things because like of course like as friends we're gonna like not see eye to eyes but like it's not everything that I take to that level where I'm like I want a letter or I want something. But if I take it there, have an understanding that like something like that is important to me. So like if I express anything to you that that like this thing is important for me or to me and you actually do it. Yeah, normal. Green flag. Yeah, green flag for sure. And I also like it when people communicate with me. When you have a problem with me, say to me, just be like, okay, I feel like, you know, mm. maybe today you were a bit spicy towards me when we were speaking. What's going on with you? Is there yeah. anything wrong? Should I be worried? Or like, I like friends who communicate because I also communicate, you know. And even though people are going to say, we're not all the same, whatever, but I understand that this thing, is a two-way relationship. It is like we both have to make it work. Mm. So, so when I, if you don't have the capacity within you to to communicate, the least you could do is to express that you don't have the capacity to mm. to communicate everything mm. like all the time. But never make me feel like I'm out of the loop of what's going on between us. Yeah. You know, because it's very important for us to stay in tune. That makes so much sense. So yeah. Then our friendship red flag. Friendship red flag for me, I think it's not taking accountability and finding it hard to apologize. Mm. Because I feel like this is a red flag for all humans for me. Mm, because I feel like as as friends, mm. the moment get out, you should be on your tenth apology. Like <laughs> I'm being so for real. Like yeah. I'm so serious. The moment I expressed that something made me feel a certain way. Mm. You should have taken accountability the day before it happened. Mm. Like, I I need that accountability and that apology effective immediately. I don't want to beg, you know, for you to apologize and for an apology. Yeah. And that's the one of the things that I've found that was present in the the friendship from the previous day. Okay. You know, okay. those people like to get an apology from them. Mm. Like, okay, I must mind for something like something man I must dig for that apology within them. It's not yeah. a I understand how you, this um made you feel. I'm sorry, it was not my intention. And that's the thing. I don't understand why like it's such a dehumanizing thing for them. Yeah. Or like for other people in general. To just apologize to your friends. You know you know apologizing to someone you don't know. Fine, you find it hard, you don't know them. But you're my friend, like should how I feel, yes, how I feel should come before everything else. And I feel like people let pride to stand like before. Yeah. You know, in the way of relationships in general, don't don't be prideful, Mungi. When you're wrong or like someone expresses that. Accountability is actually the most mature thing yeah. a person could be able to have. Yeah. It's one of the most mature things. Because if you like taking accountability, that's very childish. Yes. That is very childish. I, think, I don't wanna lie. I think that's one of the things that like turn me on in 
yeah. 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 I, I don't love fights, but like if we fight and like you cannot you're responsive in that way. Yeah. How many kids you want? <laughs> okay, but we can build the house on the spot. Right now. Right <laughs> on the spot. But for me, a friendship red flag would definitely be the bullying because I spoke about it so much. Yeah. Hey guys, trauma. I've got PTSD actually. It's I need already. I need again. Need to unpack that. I need to unpack that for real. But um the bullying is the biggest one. And then another friendship red flag for me. Our main characters. Um, sorry, I don't know. I, I get distracted so easily. But another red flag for me: the main characters, um, friends who it's their show and we are the supporting cast. You. You know what? This is a very tricky one to speak about because a lot of people will have different opinions on it. Some people will be like, you know, maybe you're jealous of your friend, or you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. Yeah. But I feel like when we're friends, now, mm-hmm. we all have different strengths and we all have different weaknesses. Yeah. And there will be friends who shine in different departments yeah. more than the other friends. Yeah. And as good friends, we will support your shine. We will stand there with the flashlight and give you more shine. Throw sprinkle, not sprinkle, sparkles at you and make you shine. Like literally, as your friends, we will hype it up as well, right? God bless. Outside of that, in now just general perspective in our everyday lives, it's not all about it can't be your show. It can't be if we're talking if I'm sitting with you venting about a relationship thing I have, before I even finish my second sentence, you've made it about you. Yeah. Now we're talking about you yeah. and your problem. But I called you here, I called this meeting. To tell you <laughs> about my love affairs and the problems I have. No, but like real, like mm-hmm. I told you that, and it's okay for your friend to start venting then mm-hmm. about their problems. Let's say I'm having a meeting of some sort and yeah. I'm telling you about my relationship problems, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then at some point, you start relating to something I said. Mm-hmm. And then when I am done speaking, you come in and you say, Oh my gosh, friend, the same thing happened with me and Derek. And you speak about it. That is okay. I'm not saying don't do that. It has to be about me, the whole conversation. That is also really cool because then I can see that, oh my gosh, we're relating, we're on the same page, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's cute. But some, like, there are friends who it's their show and you guys are the supporting cast, like the main character, and it's about them. So, friends who make everything about them, I do not like them, I do not fuck with them. And I will distance myself from you if that's the personality that you have because. I like it when it's about all of us. It can't be all about you. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm a talker. I talk a lot. And sometimes I feel like I easily talk over people and stuff like that. But like I try my best to like, you know, behave and like I shall see the piece of energy. Yeah. How much is Girl, it gonna, is it gonna survive? We're running out of time. Is it gonna survive? Yeah, you need to wrap it up. Okay. eleven percent. Oh, okay. Woo-hoo. But anyway, as I was saying, this catch what I just said. Important part of what I was saying was I don't like being to a main character. Yeah. This show's not it's not your show. Yeah. It's not your show. It's our show. It's our show. It's not about you alone. Okay. 
And then I would speak about the pajama. What's pajama is to the same thing? Green flag, red flag. Okay. Let's start with the green, green flag. In general, green flag is intention. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be with someone who wants to clap for that one. To, to be intentional with where mm-hmm. you're taking anything. Yeah, intentionality is key, baby. Yeah, because I know. For a direction, you need someone who's gonna, who's gonna take you somewhere. Imagine they are to yes. go in a circle. And a lot of people like like doing the circle thing, and yeah, it's not. I get this very easy, baby. <laughs> so really, <laughs> I so, so so I found myself in a circle situation. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm I what I did is I just emotionally detached from yeah, yeah. the situation, and then I started enjoying the situation. That that is yeah. Now if I'm emotionally attached, there's no going back there. No, because there's no going back. Do you know what the gag is? Mm-hmm. When you emotionally detach, what's what part? that's real. But not if they I'm want you. They want you to, to be, be emotionally attached, attached but they can't give you what you're looking for. No, <laughs> what you're saying is so real. But my problem is once I emotionally detach, yeah. there's really not, there's no going back. Yeah. Like Katamaya, I've gone, I've gone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm left, I'm left, I'm gone, I'm gone, whatever. So I just feel like, hmm, you know what? I just feel like, um, yeah, no. I no. think I've, I've grown out of it though, or I am growing out of it. Mm-hmm. But That's a good it was nice. Calm down that side. We're about to reach the recording. Yeah, y'all. Say what? Green flag. Oh, relationship. Let's not. Oh my gosh. Okay, relationship green flag for me would be taking accountability, like you said, and intentionality thing as well is a definite green flag. And also just a person who knows how to be kind to people in general. Okay. Strangers, people you know, we don't know, and all of that. You know what, guys? We will speak about relationships again. Maybe we'll have another yeah. part two. We'll have we another should part have a part two. Because, no, yeah, because we're not done. <laughs> if, if we get more than 20 people who want a part two, we'll do a part we'll two. Do a part two. Okay, guys. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being here, You're DK. Welcome. <laughs> And that is it from us, guys.